I think we can agree that most of humanity finds domestic animals like cats, dogs, and other pets pretty cute. But why is that? You must have given this a thought, but I'm here to tell you that there's actually deeper evolutionary reasons for that than you think. Strap in and let's get started. But before we do that, here's a word from our sponsor. Besides the fact that humanity has been selectively breeding these animals for their infantile qualities, such as low aggression, cute faces, but there might be deeper reasons why these animals have actually evolved to look cute to us and to elicit empathy. In biologic terms, the newborn animals, with rare exceptions, need really intensive support to survive. Human infants are no exception. Just like we find children and infants cute, we also find animals cute as well. And there are really deep hormonal reasons. Me, as a molecular biologist and somebody who's had training in pharmacology, I can test that the nature actually produces really interesting set of hormones to elicit a specific response in our brains to find certain animals such as children as well, cute. And that hormone, for the main part, is oxytocin. The nature uses that hormone, oxytocin, to ensure that the brains of adult animals are moved by certain characteristics, such as finding them cute. This helps us care for helpless babies. If you're a farmer or have been around a farm, you can see that farmers regularly save orphan calves and other livestock by persuading other mothers to adopt them. We live among pets, and I can tell you with confidence that cats and dogs do the same thing. Female cats and dogs often volunteer on their own. See, if you believe in evolution, which is one of the best explanations of how everything has arisen, animals' empathy is demonstrably a phenomenon independent of humans. It has been evolving for a long, long time, and animals have been around even before humans have been. And it looks like this neurological and hormonal pathway in our brain to elicit empathy when we're looking at infants has been developed long, a long time ago. You know what's a cool fact as well? In 2016, there was a study um, talking about, and this could be myth or might be true, that there's a mind-altering parasite, Taxoplasma gondii. Not concentrating on a science too much, the basic premise of the whole thing is that our brains are basically infected with a certain toxin that this Taxoplasma is producing that causes empathy. And if you put science to the side and really think about this Taxoplasma that's allegedly affecting us uh, affecting our brains, how is it going to survive if it doesn't come in contact with a lot of animals or, or people? It is basically, by doing this, by infecting us, it's basically promoting its own survival and its own mixing with other animals and continuation of its own species. So if hypothetically we are all infected with it and it's mind-altering to alter our behavior, then in a way it's helping to proliferate itself. But as a scientist reading the paper, I didn't really find a lot of evidence to prove this. So if you ever encounter this taxoplasma phenomenon, stay away from it or maybe just take it with a grain of salt. So let's summarize everything. There might be an evolutionary underpinnings for us liking animals and finding them cute because of the hormonal and neurological pathways. And as far as taxoplasma is concerned, it's probably a hoax. If you ever hear about this, take it with a grain of salt and ask people who are really sure about it to give you some more evidence. And the last point I have to make has to do with us selectively breeding animals to look like our babies. 
When we talk about intentionally breeding animals, domestic animals, to look like our babies, we are talking about our inherent neurological pathways that we've developed over the course of the evolution. And let me ask you something. Did you develop affection to dogs and cats when you've met the dog or a cat? Or you kind of already knew that you kind of already find them cute even before you saw a picture of a cat and a dog. You show a little baby a cat or a dog, they're going to immediately find them cute, right? There's always exceptions, but for the most part. So whether you're a child or an adult, many of us can testify that we've developed affection for certain species we, we may have never seen before, purely on basis of images or maybe artwork. You know what else is kind of cool? Is that these animals, these pets, the cats and the dogs living among humans, it's believed that they've actually hijacked our perception for them to look even more cute. Imagine a long, long time ago when a pack of wolves were living outside and humans were trying to domesticate them. Those who have become more likable have had a higher chance of surviving and getting adopted by humans. So the wolves, who were not so aggressive, have had a higher chance of survival. Coming from the same lineage, looks like dogs have kind of hijacked that and you know how when dogs look at you and then sometimes they turn their head? It's believed that they're turning their ear to you so they can hear you a little bit better, but it's also believed that they are trying to look cute. And listen, I'm not an expert. I'm just telling you what's out there. I have researched extensively the neurological pathways for oxytocin, and I can tell you that the affection part is absolutely true. Uh, the oxytocin is being released in a mother when she's having a baby, which then induces her to like her baby and to care for the baby. Like I said, everything's come, everything comes down to the fact that the babies need intensive care. The infants need intensive care to survive when they're first born. So the nature found a way how to hijack our emotional perception to increase the likelihood for our infants to become adults, survive, and to pass their genes on. Unless you have more babies, as soon as you have a baby, your genes have been passed on with their own mutations. And then it's uh, up to the environment and selective pressures to select that particular human being out. But that's a topic for a different conversation. I think with the medical advances we currently have, we are kind of defying the natural selection because we now have medical treatments for all kinds of diseases, whether it's going to be for humans or for our pets. In conclusion, I think domestic pets and humans have evolved together to help each other out. A little less so now than before, even animals have helped us increase our fitness. And we've done the same thing to them as well. This was my two cents on why we find dogs and cats cute, as well as other domestic animals. I release podcast episodes three times a week. I would highly recommend you to tune into it because we're going to talk about all kinds of interesting medical, non-medical, and science topics. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our community is growing faster and faster. And for that, I want to thank you. Share this podcast with somebody who might find it interesting. And until next time, take care.